everybody. Welcome to this Board Game Life, episode number 39. We're back. I'm back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus, and lots of stuff has happened, but the show is finally back after, like, man, more than five years hiatus. And with me, I have not a special guest, but more so than that, my good buddy, Mark. Hey, Rob, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> there's there's nothing like having little trip ups. I was for some reason I was expecting intro music like uh, like there always is. But that will be for episode 40 of this board game life. And I did not mess up the name, which is freaking amazing. I know so, I will. <laughs> yeah. So so real quick. uh my name is Rob. I've, I've been around here for 38 episodes. We've had a bunch of other people on the show with me. And the latest and greatest and the best of all, I've got my good buddy, Mark. Uh, we go way back. Uh, we did over 600 episodes. Do you know the actual number of this Xbox Life? Oh. 600. Yeah, I can I can pull it up. It was it's, uh, it's more six, than five. Six seventy two was our goodbye episode. Yeah, and so, then there was what uh, ninety was it like eighty six? I yeah, think 80, I did eighty some. Yeah, prior to that um, on the other show. So yeah, I've been podcasting for a long time. Yeah, well, heck yeah. Yeah, so we've done a heck of a lot of episodes of this Xbox Life, and I know I've mentioned it on this show um, in the past, but that was a long time ago. Man, I think uh, at the time we were saying that it was like 300 plus episodes, so we more than doubled that. But Mark, uh, actually, so we've sunset that show at uh, episode, what, 672? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we took some time off, and... uh, Mark has jumped over to board gaming recently, so he's helped me get back in and, and revive this show, which uh, I've been wanting to do for a really long time. So, um, I'm personally I'm glad to be reviving the show, and Mark, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing it with me. So, you know, I, I'd like to say it's like it's like talking to an old friend, but it is talking to a great friend, not just an old friend. Yeah, I'm so, old and we, we've been, we've been friends yeah. for a very long time since. Oh, so we, we were friends in high school and have been besties since. So, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, you, I always known Rob is board games, board games. And of course we, you know, uh, uh, another friend of ours named Bron, who was on the Xbox podcast with us that we did. Um, we used to kind of tease Rob cause it's like, Rob, you didn't play any games this week. And it was like, you know, and I used to be like, it's because he's too busy playing board games. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And um, it's true. <laughs> and, and I never really like understood. I mean, I played games as a kid, but um, w- when we retired the show, I was just kind of like, you know, I still play Xbox. I was playing earlier today, but I just don't do sure. it like I used to. Yeah. And one day I was sitting here in my office and I had these shelves full of those stupid vinyl pop Funko Pops that I got my kid bought one of my kids bought me one as a gift and that just like started the madness of I got to get them all. (laughs) If you Mm -hmm. are into those, man, that is a, that is a very cheap 
to begin with, but very expensive to stay in hobby. <laughs> oh, Which, yeah. Of course, gaming is worse. <laughs> Board games are worse. But um, I was sitting here and I was just like, man, why did I ever buy all these? And I, was, I had this thing. I was like, you know what? I needed a change. I need something different to do. And I, I, I brought my youngest son down and we cleared all the Funkos off of my shelves. And we yeah. boxed them up. And I said, go get all the board games. I decided we're going to start playing some board games. We had a, we had a closet upstairs, you know, randomly stuff strewn everywhere. I was like, go get the couple board games we have. We're going to put them on the shelf. We're going to start playing board games. I want to start playing games with my kids. And so he starts to go up there and bringing them down and bringing them down. And I'm looking over here and I was like, where did all these games come from? <laughs> like my whole office floor was full of games. So then we started to put them on the shelf and I sat back and I was like, I didn't know we had so many games. And then I think what we originally had has probably doubled or tripled in the last six months. If that long, oh, no. I, I don't even easy. think I've been doing this for six months. No, no. But I'm up to 170 games and I just you know, ordered another yeah. one today. Yeah. Well, that's no surprise <laughs> to anybody listening to this show. That's for sure. There's, you know, we'd like to think that we're all unique, but we're not unique. We're all the same. You're going down the path that's been chiseled into the board game hall of fame like years ago of how to get into the hobby, how to just sink all this money into it, how to explore it. Um, you know, all the boxes have to be perfect. You sleeve your cards, which oh. I think we might talk about later. <laughs> later. Okay. <laughs> sleeve your cards. You do organization. You get little bags for everything. <laughs> and then maybe at some point you're like, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Not everybody goes that full route, but, uh, but yeah. But most importantly, we're back with episode 39 going on 672 maybe <laughs> um let's see real quick uh i just wanted to give a, a the rest of an update um yeah the rest of an update here in a second as to like what's been going on everything and then then we'll get on with the show i don't i don't mean to cut you off mark but uh you know we do have a website this board game life you can find all our content on there that stuff is still up there i probably need to do some updating on there i'm guessing because uh i haven't really been checking it in a while we do have on bgg we do have a guild uh it's been around forever it's been inactive forever but uh you know you can uh, contact us on there and then uh, we'll we'll figure out some other stuff later on in the coming episodes to get this thing up and rolling but um how about uh how about we get on with the show i don't mean to cut you off and then we'll kind of get through it all sound absolutely good? sound good okay so quick update on uh kind of where things have been so i think the last episode what well, when was it like 2016 is that what you showed me today mark I think it was like 2016, um, 2015, something like that. There was like yeah, one show, like... then one a year later, I was going to resurrect <laughs> it. And then, yeah, things things got really complicated. Uh, I changed job positions. I changed, I uh, moved like 
twice. Gosh, that was, yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was a mess for you. Yeah. And I can tell you moving with board games really sucks. It sucks a lot. I mean, half the stuff that I moved, I think was board games <laughs> and pro tip. I, I can probably say this. Um, what I did, the thing that really helped me a lot was I went and I bought boxes that were all the same size. And I put games in there. It was playing a little bit of Tetris, getting games in there. And I put in uh, like that wrapping paper, that like newspaper stuff that they sell to like uh, wrap things with. Uh, when you move, I put that in there to kind of like keep things from shifting around. But having the same size boxes is so helpful because then you can just stack everything really nicely and you're not really messing around um, a whole lot. Hang on. Can you still hear me? Yep. Okay, good. I just realized I was... Uh in something else on discord with my microphone but um uh yeah so that, that's one thing that makes the process a little bit nicer um even though the process kind of sucks to begin with but anyway yeah i moved uh once and then i thought it would be fun to move everything again and uh so i moved all my shelves i did not take those apart that was uh, uh a little bit helpful but uh yeah just the same size boxes. I think I use primarily the um, the the. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. The um, yeah, I think I use the Home Depot medium size boxes and a couple larges. The larges, the large ones were kind of a pain. But anyway, I think um, it's too heavy too. Yeah, you that's too much stuff thing. in there. Yeah, because there are some big box games that don't fit well in the mediums. So that's why I had a couple larges, but again, not very. Yeah. Hard. But uh, yeah, so I moved and then uh, I did get contacted by a bunch of people, you know, over the years, you know, I had some listeners um, send some messages, you know, that I should revive the show. And hey, here it is. Here it is. It just <laughs> took a little longer. I apologize for that. Uh, it took a little longer to. Um, uh, to get done. And of course, since the last show was, man, like four, five, six years ago, you know, the landscape of the board game industry, the board game hobby, everything has changed. It's a lot different now. Uh, I think there's a lot more content out there because, you know, there were some longstanding podcasts when, when we started the show off back, man, I don't even remember when the first episode was, but, uh, maybe like 2013, 14, something like that, 12. I should probably look it up. But uh, uh, February of 2012. Okay, yeah. So, dang, that's almost 11 years ago. Wow. But, um, yeah, just uh, things are a lot different now and, uh, you know, probably make some changes to the show format and everything like that. You know, maybe keep some things the same. Just, uh keep it going and you know i think mark i think both of us are you know we're looking to do this for fun because we're passionate about the hobby we enjoy it and you know we want to make this podcasting as enjoyable for us as possible right so, I mean, that's something that we stuck with for years with the other <laughs> show well i think what's interesting and what i think that maybe we can bring to the probably 
large board game podcasting world is that might be different, at least from the things that I have started to listen to and watch is, I mean, you're, you're the pro, you know, like That's this is right. like a complete, almost like a complete reverse of, of the, uh, our other show where I was the big time gamer on the video game side and you were, Didn't you know, occasional you know you're the casual now you're the pro you are not the pro there (laughs) don't make me break out gamer score comparison (laughs) um but uh um actually you know what that's like our gamer score comparison is like that thing of here is the sun (laughs) and here's the earth's moon in comparison size That's, that's what it's like but um what i think it will be fun about our our show here is that you, you're the pro you've you understand everything in the board game world and i'm the noob i i know i've already i've been like you know i got so many questions and terminologies like i hear people talk about stuff and it's like i'm sitting here going what does that even mean so i yeah. i th- i hope that our show can bring kind of uh uh kind of a nice balance that pros can enjoy listening to it um because it won't be all noobs you'll have you and then i'm hoping some new people that are maybe into it like me might like it as well because maybe they'll mm-hmm. get some questions answered or something and it oh, won't yeah. be too over their head and when yeah. you say something i'll be like yo wait what does that even mean what you talk <laughs> so, about willis yeah exactly yeah and uh you know one thing that was really awesome before is you know we had you know, a whole bunch of listeners that would write in not write in i mean all email um I think we're doing uh, some kind of voicemail thing as well, but you know, it's, it's awesome to get feedback and people asking questions and stuff like that. So hopefully we can get that role and we'll figure that out. Um, I know we've got contact at this Xbox life, uh, dot com, uh, uh wrong. messages. Wrong. Uh, did I say Xbox? Oh, I did it. I was, yeah, so certain I wasn't gonna do it. Dang it. Okay. Oh, Take a drink at thisboardgamelife.com. Is, he is did the it. correct one. Yeah. Let's let's see how many yeah, okay. So we can have a drinking game. Choose the drink of choice. Whatever it is, water, <laughs> coffee, <laughs> tea, uh, spicier things, whatever you want. And uh and drink whenever I say this Xbox Life. Same thing for Mark. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've been doing it forever, so but it's gonna it's know, gonna take us a while. Yeah, but you know, before I don't think I ever had an issue with it. So maybe it's I am older, more senile, <laughs> handsomer, whatever. And you're you talking wanna. to me. You never had yeah. me on the show before, so yeah. it, it are we're gonna just you know muscle memory, if you will. It took eleven. It took eleven years. Actually, yeah, that's true. I. When we talk, I think Xbox. Yeah. So, but, but it only took you 15 minutes to make a mistake. Yeah, I know. So that, that's pretty good. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, we're shooting. Yeah. So we talked about it briefly. We're shooting for like an hour longish show, you know, give or take or whatever, and doing like a frequency of like every two weeks for now. Yeah. So every other week, uh, probably releasing on what? What is today? Tuesday? No, Monday. Today's Monday. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. So. Monday release time, probably in the night sometime, maybe Tuesday morning, whatever. And, uh, and, we'll, and we'll go with that. But uh, but yeah, going back to what I was saying earlier, um, you know, there, there were a bunch of, uh, you know, messages 
you know, about bringing the show back. People really enjoyed it. So hopefully those people are still subscribed. Um, and uh, you will definitely see the messages and stuff like that out on the guild and everything like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll use we'll use the BGG guild, I guess, maybe initially as a way to communicate, and then we'll branch out. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're winging it, making it uh, you know reasonable for everybody, and uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, you know, again, going on six seventy two. <laughs> but uh, um, maybe we should just go over like who we are, how we got kind of got into this whole thing, um, just in case people are new listeners and not old listeners for you know the first thirty eight episodes. And you know, people I'm sure definitely want to hear about you. Um, you want you want to go over that stuff real quick? Sure. All right. So, um, well, uh, I guess, um, I'm Rob. <laughs> Hello. Nice <laughs> to meet you again. But, um, uh, yeah, I started, uh, this Xbox life years ago with Mark and, uh, you know, podcasting on the Xbox, something that he has been doing for a really long time at that point. And, uh, uh Which I kind of got, fault, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I'm responsible for like, a lot of things. Wait a minute. Bad. Wait a minute. Yeah, you are responsible for both yeah. the Xbox and board games. You are a bad influence on me, sir. Terrible influence. Yeah. <laughs> you know how much money you have cost me through the years? And I am not a quitter. That's, that's <laughs> important to, to note. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So we started that uh, man. Uh, that was in like 2008. We started that. And then a couple years later, I got into board games a little bit and, uh, you know, kind of dipped my toe into things, you know, doing like, I remember I bought Catan and the second game I bought was Dominion. And I'd like to say that I have to this day, never played Catan. <laughs> 12 years later, I have not played Catan. And uh, I still have it somewhere, but uh, I did play the heck out of Dominion and other games. And uh, that led to, uh, I ran into um, the first host of this board game life, Jeff, on BGG. It's somebody that I worked with. And uh, Mark, you also know him as well. Yeah. Um, you worked with him as well. And, uh, you know, we start, we, we got to talking and we decided uh, to start a show and then, you know, the rest is history. We went to Gen Con, um, did a lot of episodes, did a whole bunch of gaming, and then he decided to leave the board game hobby. And uh, then I continued to show a little bit uh, by myself. I had my wife on uh, as a host a couple of times, which was uh, a nice spin on it. And um, yeah, then uh, life really got kind of crazy and complicated around episode 38, actually, no, 37. Uh, is when it kind of got crazy. I was going to restart at 38, and here we are now, 39, a billion years later. But, uh, you know, a lot of changes over the years. You know, I've grown the hobby, or, you know, I've, I've grown my collection exponentially <laughs> since then. I've got games all over. You know you have a big collection when you have a lot of shelves, and you have games stacked on top of the shelves and on the floor in front of the shelves and to the side of the shelves. Yeah, that's that's my situation. You're going down that road, Mark, if you haven't already. The listeners oh, yeah. all know what we're talking about. You can never have enough shelving. But uh, 
but yeah, it's uh, my tastes have changed over the years in an interesting way. And um, I do want to say that, you know, while I'm still growing my collection, you know, a fair amount, you know, I still, uh, you know, make my online orders here and there. I'm a lot more selective mainly because I'm really out of space and that's a problem. So I get, I, I, I'm not as apt to buy things as, as I was in the past, but, uh, but it is fun to in- introduce the hobby to some people like new people, like neighbors and stuff like that. If you can get over the initial resistance of like where they don't want to play because they think, sorry and monopoly and stuff like that and you're like but wait i've got this cool stuff and if you can get past that then it's awesome then they're like that's how you get the people to like tickle that thing in their head of like oh this is really interesting i want to find out more and i know you i'm sure you know what that is mark it's like oh look at this new mechanic oh i like this you know what other games have this mechanic and then it's like you're shoveling these games into your house but uh that that happened to me this week (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but uh but yeah it's like there's there's a lot of different uh cycles that you run through there and you know it's i kind of chuckle to myself mark when you tell me about stuff that you do because that's stuff that i did years ago not that i'm saying i don't do it anymore but it's i i remember going through that exact same stuff um, including the Barnes Barnes and Noble Hall that you had. Been oh there, my gosh! Been there, been there, done that. But uh, <laughs> although mine was up from the clearance tables, it wasn't from uh, the from entire the, store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's like the gist of it. You know, the rest will come out over the subsequent episodes. Um, uh, you want to tell listeners a little bit about yourself and you know, kind of like uh, how how we got here. Sure. So, uh, my name is Mark. I've known Rob since high school. That's a long time ago. Um, (laughs) I have, I mean, I played board games as a kid. Um, you know, I think all all kids do, but, um, and, and, you know, here and there it was like on on occasion, you might get together with friends and play a game, but it was never really a huge, thing you know it was just kind of like oh what game do we have we'll play with friends come over or something but it was just not that often and i i got really hooked um on video games at one point and i wanted to uh, it was kind of funny because well i won't go into all that but I, I ended up getting into podcasting and the xbox all about the same time and uh, just really video games has kind of consumed my life for a lo- many, many, many years. Um, I've had walls of games and I was so happy to go digital because <laughs> it's like moving with video games is it's, it's easier than board games. Like I, as you mentioned that I start looking, I was like, Oh, I didn't think about moving. Um, cause moving with video game collection was really rough, but, uh, board games will be harder. not when it's a digital collection. No, it's so easy. Just grab that hard drive and go. Um, but, um, so this last year, I just kind of, I think I just kind of hit a slump and I, I've been going through this and I think a lot of gamers everywhere may go through this where you just like, uh, there's nothing new. There's nothing. You just get kind of bored and I feel like I'm in a slump. And of course I'm an Xbox gamer and that could be why this last year was pretty bad for Xbox 
Um, not a lot of really good first party stuff, but, um, so I just got kind of bored and we were podcasting for so long and it was just like, I just needed a break. And, and then one day it was just like one of those kind of things I need to make a change. I need to do something different. And like my oldest kid is gone to, to college. He left this year. My daughter's leaving next year. My youngest son's got in a couple of years will be gone. And I'm just like, you know, when I play the video games, most of the time I'm playing just with me or friends online. Sometimes I play, I do play a lot of Fortnite with my kids and it's been really good memories. And I was just like, you know what? Let's try board games, you know, because that's more interactive. We're not staring sure. at a screen, you know, sometimes a kid will be like, oh, I'm going to go lay in the other room on the couch. It is. It's a lot it's, more yeah. social. Yeah. And um, so uh in it and it's been it's so i, I kind of when this all came along and i realized we had so many games i was like man there's stuff here we haven't even played like i had we had a game that was in the shrink wrap probably for 20 years so i'm, I'm like i took the shrink wrap off i'm like we're gonna play this and um and so i instituted that every sunday is gonna be family game day because nice. we're always home we're always home on Sundays. We don't, you know, we go to church and then nobody works and, you know, we just stay home. And I was just like, we might as well, that's the good day because, you know, rest of the time people are busy doing stuff. Yeah. And so um, now we come home from church, we, we uh, change, we eat lunch. And then it's like, all right, what are we playing? And we we started to rotate like, okay, this, this weekend is your pick. And like my, my son gets to pick and then my daughter gets to pick the next week. And then I pick And that way. It's like, Everyone gets a chance to play something that they want. See, if if you were you like know. really smart about it, you would go, okay, this Sunday, <laughs> you know, your daughter picks and you pick. The next Sunday, <laughs> number one son picks and you pick. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, you so I get to pick, pick something every week. Yeah. 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 Um, number but one uh, it's just, it's turned out to be really fun. My daughter has really... Um, she we I, I got into i bought a game that oh boy has consumed our lives dice throne oh, was yeah. my first real what i would consider a first big game outside of you know your typical like i mean i played ticket to ride and i like that but that's probably as heavy as i've ever gotten into a board game it was maybe ticket to ride and i'm, I'm sure many people are laughing like that's not heavy but to someone yeah. who's used to Monopoly or something and comes from that type of, you know, the the, the board games that you typically find at like Walmart or something mm-hmm. um, that are more family friendly oriented and a little lighter, um, you know, Ticket yeah, to Ride was of, pretty heavy for me. Yeah, but, they have um, a lot of party games. and Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. kind of been more my and I'm really and what I have found is I've really gotten the bug has hit me and I bought some stuff that I'm just like, man, will I ever get to play this? But I, I, you know, it's like people love it and I watch reviews and it's like that I'll watch people play it online. And it's like, that looks really interesting. And so next thing I know, I've yeah. got a, what I consider a very large collection and um, I got a lot still to play, but I have played a lot of new stuff that has just, and it's like, I played something the other day. We'll, we'll talk probably later, but that I was like, oh my goodness, this was so much fun. And I find out it was based on a different game. Like the mechanic was come from a different series that kind of brought this out. And I'm like, that game's on my shelf. Now I have to go play it. 
you know, I, I really am excited to get that one to the table. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, and here I am, I'm a lot of games I've been playing. I've joined, uh, I've also joined two different, I actually, well, so I'm a single dad, three kids, uh, living at home, except the one who just went to college, but, um, and I work from home. So it's like, I'm always home and it's like, I need to get out. And, um, so I'm, I, and I'm not a, what do you call, I'm not, I'm not an outgoing person. I'm very shy and quiet until I get to know you. And then Rob will tell you, Mark never shuts up. Um, Fact. Yeah. <laughs> as he's rambling on the longer than Rob wanted him to here. Um, but I, I ended up, it was through a lot of personal struggle to do it, but I, I went in, uh, there was a game store South of me that was doing an X-Wing night and they do it every Thursday night where you can come and play X-Wing, Star Wars X-Wing. And I was like, man, I've had that thing sitting on my shelf forever. And I've never, we tried to play it once and I, it was just too difficult. I couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, I'm going to go down there and maybe watch. I'll hang out. I'll watch, maybe try to learn. And uh, they ended up like, come on, is you can like play. A, is that like a gaming voyeur? I, whatever you call it. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the terminology? But uh, so, and they play every Thursday. And now I go quite, I've got, I've expanded on that game. I bought a bunch of stuff. I had to buy a special case to carry all the minis. And But I go down there and I'll now play that. And that that group meets every week. And then on a Wednesday night, um, there's another group that is like, we just show up at this different uh, board game shop. And it's the one I took you to when you were here, uh, where they have oh, the, yeah, like yeah. the cafeteria downstairs and the whole bottom what floor. What was that place called? Game uh, um, Blue Sky. No. Game Wizard and Blue Sky Hobbies. Okay. It's in Bremerton, Washington. And so we meet there on Wednesdays. Well, we, we schedule them out, but it's been more frequent. Um, but I went looking for a group. Um, I actually created one trying to meet people in my area and then found this one because I didn't, for some reason, I didn't see it when I was searching until after right. I spent the money to create one. But I've met people now through the group I created and I found this other group. And now we kind of, whenever they schedule a meetup, I'll just schedule one for my group and we get together. So we're bringing kind of trying to get more people together. Um, and we've had some really good game sessions. I've met people this way. Uh, I've got introduced to a lot of games that, you know, just isn't something I would normally play. And I'm just, I love it. It's so exciting. And it's like, we, I couldn't go for the holidays. I was so excited to go just this last Wednesday again to go and play Wednesday night. It's like, Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and we had a blast. <laughs> so. That, that brings me to here now to the podcast of mm -hmm. trying to you to teach me the ropes and the what to oh do's boy. and what not to do's. That's the wrong <laughs> teacher. <laughs> no. Yeah. Actually, I can't, uh, help, I can't help but talk, Rob. It's, I'm excited about it. It's yeah, crazy. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, you know, it might be a interesting thing to talk about, like in a future show of, you know, like your experiences with, you know, like going into a little more detail into like what you were going through, like finding a group and, you know, some apprehension that you had and stuff like that. Oh, that might boy. Be, Cause I bet a lot of our listeners kind of share the same thing. Like, you know, I, it's been a while since I've been gaming with a group and I know that, you know, reaching out to like a new group of people, that, that's tough. It's not an easy thing. Um, you know, cause not everybody is all about, 
you know, putting themselves out there and stuff. It's so. tough. Oh yeah, heck yeah. But worth it. So yeah. worth it. That's I think that is. That's I just put that down as a one of my noob questions that I have is this list is growing, but yeah. that'd be a really good one to talk about how to get past that. Um, yeah. And, uh, so, you know, playing with family is cool and all, but you know, it's a different <laughs> experience when you play with other people and you it's know, much better with other yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. And, and what they do is like, especially if you're in the same household, you know, people do get into a group think, uh, even when they do play normal, <laughs> i love that about the this game group like we were playing some cooperative stuff this week and it was just like and i'm like and i'm sitting there going well do this do that do this and then someone else was like well why don't you do this and do that and then another person be like well you could just do this and this you know and we're all like oh yeah that's the you know like how everybody can sit in there looking at the same game we're on the same team we're all trying to achieve the same goal but there's so many different ways you can do it and like hearing everybody's like viewpoints and it's just like, oh, that's, it's really cool. It's like, wow, I didn't think of that, you know, or then when everybody's yeah. like, yeah, you've got the best idea. And she's like, yeah, I did something right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, it helps build that confidence up as a, as a new person to the hobby. So. Yeah. But. Um, I forget. Hey, you know what? I just got my email from our recording platform. It just came in right now. 11 oh. 21 p.m. Yeah, we're, we're recording this at night. I just <laughs> released our recording time. <laughs> and you sent this like over an hour ago. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. well, I, I'll do it now that I know. And I remembered afterwards that we had delays on this system before. So I do have the ability to copy it and just email you directly. So I'll do that next time. Yeah, absolutely. I I just saw it flash through and it it made me laugh. It's like, gee, thanks. Yeah. Imagine if we waited for that link. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. You'd have been asleep by now. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, we want to go on with the rest of the show or you think we want to talk about some more stuff? Anything else you want to say about I, I, your experiences? No, I think, um, it's just a, just, I don't know if you, so some thoughts that I think what I um, would, and I've talked to you about this. So some, mm-hmm. I had written down some ideas of maybe what, yeah, never mind, never mind. Just let's, okay. let's move. I, I want to talk about like what we've been playing. I think yeah. that's, yeah, I tend uh, to ramble, Rob. You know that. Oh yeah, you got to stop you're, me. You're a rambling man. Rambling. Problem man. is, you don't have the mute button on your side. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my side. <laughs> I have the <Yeah>. power. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So let's talk with uh, talk about like what we've got gotten to the table in the last couple weeks, or or whenever since this is the inaugural inaugural show um i did get a bunch of gaming in recently and this was actually some surprise gaming um there's a uh, uh a buddy of mine that uh our sons are friends so they would go play and then i breached the subject of bringing a game over 
or games, plural, <laughs> over. And, you know, he immediately told me, he's like, oh, yeah, my brother's into board games. And, you know, he makes me play Ticket to Ride and stuff and Catan. And I'm like, oh, boy. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know what happened to him, but yeah, he wasn't, he was a little reluctant, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, so I always have the struggle and I'm sure everybody always, everybody else does the same of like, okay, you're, you're going to introduce somebody to gaming, which game do you bring? Right. Cause that could sink your ship <laughs> or it could open up somebody to the hobby, right. Depending on what you choose. So I knew that Catan and Ticket to Ride were not his jam. <laughs> so um, I brought some games over one day, and then we wound up not playing anything. Then the second time, I pushed it a little harder, and he's like, okay, let's try it. So I wasn't sure what to do. I mean, I was originally thinking Transamerica, which is sort of like Ticket to Ride Light. But um, it's, you know, it's a little simpler. And um, I wound up bringing out uh, Gantshant Clever, which is also, uh, that's pretty clever, I think, is its name, its English name. Yes. Yeah, and it's a roll and write. I'm sure most people are familiar with it. Uh, if not, it's a pretty decent roll and write. It's one of the first ones that really kind of reignited the whole roll and write thing. But anyway, um, I brought that over and he's like, this is really fun. He really enjoyed like the dice rolling and um, how things chain, right? Like one thing triggers another and so forth. And uh, we wound up playing it again. So we played one game, we played a second game and that was it. Then the second time that I brought, you know, then he's like, Hey, next time you come over, bring some games. And I'm like, cool. All right. Yeah. And uh, so the second time, you know, I had a little bag. I had uh, what I have in there. I had uh, No Thanks. I had Gunshun Clever. I had uh, Downfall of Pompeii. I had Azul and something else. I don't remember what it is. But uh, I had all those games in there. And so I'm like, hey, let's play you know, Ganshan Clever, you know, it's like I brought in the game. This is, this was my strategy, my strategy to rule the world of yeah. just let's bring the first, the game that he already knows and he likes, let's play one game of that. And then I'll introduce the new game because I don't, I, I don't know if you're like this, Mark, but I tend, especially when we were doing the podcast before and I was doing all this other stuff on BGG. It's like there's this push to always play something new. It's like, okay, we'll play this new game, then immediately follow it with this other new game, and then follow yeah. it up with this other new game. Because you want to talk about stuff, right? It's like you got to yep. get the games played and see how it is. And uh, it's it's tough to play the same game twice. <laughs> it definitely is. But uh, and plus, you want the variety. But anyway, so we, we played Ganshan Clever, and he enjoyed it. He actually did pretty good. And then I brought out Azul. So, like, Azul for me is, like, it's a, it's a pretty good um, 
it's a pretty good introductory game. It's a little abstract, a little thinky, but not too bad. And he loved that one as well. And, and we played it uh, twice. So that, that was pretty darn cool. Uh, do you have a Zool? I, I, don't, I don't think you ever mentioned I, it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a I've, pretty decent game. I've heard of it and looked at it, but it, it, it's one of those that's just like, I don't know, man. It's uh, I think I'm one of those that like the cover just like, yeah. and then the name is like, <laughs> yeah. And I no, look I, at it, it's like, it's tiles. <laughs> yeah. So I don't um, know. It, I, it, I got a lot to learn. So, yeah, no, it's, it's a very abstract game. No doubt about it. It is just tiles. But the thing is a lot of games that we play are extremely abstract, but they make them look pretty. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like the core mechanic is very similar to Azul, for example. But now you have just, instead of a tile, you have a miniature. And it's like, it feels different. It feels more thematic, but it's really not. It's kind of the same. But anyway, um, so we played Azul and he enjoyed that as well. And he's like, you know, now he's open to like having like a, a regular game night. And it's like pretty cool. Yeah. This guy who dreaded playing Ticket to Ride. In fact, uh, he was telling me his brother uh, came over like the week prior and brought Ticket to Ride. And then his brother and my buddy's son played. He didn't even play Ticket to Ride. <laughs> so that tells you <laughs> that tells you you can burn somebody out. Uh, the experience could be bad. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that the game's bad. It could just be that somebody had a bad experience with the game group and so forth. That might sour them on the on the game. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I might have played, uh, like, super recent. I'm thinking, like, in the last week or two. I think that's really about it. Um, I played uh, a couple games of Azul and a couple games of Ganshan Clever, you know, amongst... Uh, my huge collection of games spread across about three rooms <laughs> of my house and a whole bunch of calyxes and stuff like that. I'm playing like these really simple games and all the, the meteor games are, are not getting touched. But uh, uh, I know that your list is uh, quite a bit longer. So uh, well, why, don't you, why don't you tell us uh, what you've been playing? And then I guess... There is no limit on this, and from the next episode, we'll probably do uh, like in the last two weeks, right? Yeah, I, I, this still is. This is, I think, this is the last two weeks. Everything I have Dang. here is. Yeah, nice. this is all in the last two weeks. So, nice. um, yeah, it's um, and I actually, I think, I have a couple that I actually didn't include. <laughs> <laughs> so, but okay. with the holidays, um, we had a lot more time. Mm-hmm. My oldest son's home. We we played some stuff with him. Oh, in fact, I did leave something off that we did play in the last two weeks. Um, so I'll just start with that um, as I'm looking at it. Um, we played Villainous. Um, uh, I've got the Star Wars, the Marvel, and all of the Disney Villainous games and all their expansions. Um, I learned how to play at this at at my game store, my friendly local game store. Um, I've learned that term and, uh, they had like, Hey, we're going to teach villainous. And, um, and, uh, now I know why, cause they get you to buy it. Um, but, uh, I had a lot of fun. We got to play as different characters and my, I've taught it to my kids and they really enjoyed it. 
Um, so we did play some of that. Um, I got uh, my game group. I was introduced to Horrified, um, the Universal Cut. Studios Monsters version. And so we played that just last Wednesday. And I was like, hey, I have Horrified on my shelf that's not been played. So just this weekend, I brought I broke that's mine like out. That's the original one, right? Like I've got the American Monsters version. Is that like um, the Target one? I don't know. No, I know it's they sold it's in Target. Yeah. the American Monsters has Bigfoot, Chukacabra, oh, um, okay, like that. Um, the Universal Studios has like Dracula, Monster from the Black Lagoon, I think Werewolf stuff like that. Okay. Um, so, um, but the games the games are the same except it was a different map, but it still pretty much played the same just with slight variations um on them but um yeah i i really i really like that game oh i also played quite a few um rounds of star wars the clone wars so this was the game that i was telling you uh this is based off pandemic and so i have i originally regular pandemic not legacy not legacy regular pandemic yeah um and so i remember my son wanted my youngest son wanted this a long time ago when i was at a buy one get one 50 off at target and and i was like you know i know that it said on the box it's based on pandemic and i was like well i don't even know pandemic and pandemic was cheaper than the clone wars one so i picked up pandemic and i'm like well let's play this one first um and then i never haven't played it yet but we ended up playing this clone wars one because someone from my game group says hey i would like you to bring that let's play it so i was like well now i gotta learn it so my oldest son and i played a couple rounds before i took it to our game group um and played it there and then played it here then played it there um and i really really enjoyed it a lot now and that's just like i came home and i was like i gotta play pandemic i gotta play the original i'm really excited to go play that now and um, I'm hoping to get that to the table really, really soon, but I really enjoyed the game mechanics. It was, um, very stressful. It was very tight, close games every time. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's like, you just don't know if you're going to win or lose. And that's um, part of the excitement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, and everybody really enjoyed it. Um, also I've got, um, a guy that uh, a guy here that is a friend of a friend that introduced me to him and as i was trying to get into gaming and they're like do you play magic and i was like no but i'll play i'll try to learn and that was kind of the very beginning of of this whole thing too before i started this board game thing um so i went to this guy's house and we we they taught me how to play magic and i eh <laughs> uh not not a not a fan really um and it's just it i think there's just it's too much for me i'm i struggle with yeah, i'm old i'm dumb rob you know me i'm dumb i'm d-u-m dumb what? so i uh i i like simpler games <laughs> but um it was still fun to go and play and 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 just you know uh learn it and well this guy is very very big time into games well Earlier mm-hmm. in the year, last year, his his son came to him and said, "Dad, I want to make a game." Well, he's done okay. it. He has made a nice. game that I got to. He's got, and so my friend who who introduced me to this guy is 
has been helping him. There's like a group. They have a little gaming group that they have been working and playtesting this game. They're planning to crowdsource this. And cool. I got to play it on New Year's Eve. And it's a game called Dragon Spawn. And I will let you know if and ever it does get crowdsourced. I hope it does. It it was way beyond my comfort level. Okay. This this has probably every game mechanic that you can imagine in it, okay. you know. Um, but it was it was at the end of it, it was like I told him, I said, I want to play it again. It's like you know, you go through it and you're really kind of confused, but at the end of it, it's like, okay, I want to play it again because I feel like I'm getting part of it and I, I needed to play it again. I said, Let, let's do it again sometime. Um, and I said, if you ever crowdsource this, let me know. Cause I'll get in on it right away. Um, but they actually, they actually asked for feedback from my kids and I all who were there. They each one of us, a bunch of feedback cause they're trying to get comments and there were some things that we made suggestions on. They're like, that's really good. Um, so some of their, some of our ideas might end up in that game if it does see the light of day, which sounds like it's going to. So that was really cool. Uh, new into it. And I'm already play testing something. Nice. It'd be, it'd um, be awesome if like your name is in the, uh, in the rule book. I doubt it. But my friends is, yeah. Yeah. is him and his wife's name are in there. Um, so, but that, that's cool. But no, if, if, mm-hmm. if I just know I played some part in something changing or, being simplified <laughs> yeah um because they did have the rule book and it's it's uh it's it's big and not complete and needs some work but yeah but it was cool i'm seeing a game before it's really finished and and out in the wild and it's really it's really neat already at this stage um we played some sushi go uh for the first time very fun card game my kids oh, yeah. all loved it then on new year's eve we played sushi go party with a bunch of our friends and that was you know same thing just a a lot more cards a bit more variety of different things to do so it was also really fun um then i i i I walked in unknowingly to barnes and noble the day after christmas because my kids wanted to spend their barnes and noble gift cards they love barnes and noble and we walked in the door and it was like all hardbound books 50 percent off and I was like, I looked at my kids. And I was like, oh man, you guys are in trouble. Because especially my oldest son, he loves the hard, big hardbound books for a shelf. Mm-hmm. And he reads so much. And I just asked my daughter, I said, can you imagine if I walked around the corner over here and it said 50% off all board games? <laughs> and I'm like, I'd be in trouble. Well, of course, that's where I was headed. Just I just go, look, I rarely ever buy anything there because they're usually more expensive than everywhere else. Yeah. But they got a lot. They got a big collection at my Barnes and Noble. And so it's fun just to look at everything. Well, sure enough, I walked around the corner and I just stopped dead in my tracks. And it said 50% off all board games. And I I just like, I turned around to my daughter. I was like, I'm in trouble. (laughs) So I walked over there and and then I was like, okay, well, it was at a table. And I was like, oh, I bet it, I said, I bet I got overexcited. I bet it's just this table. Then I walked over to the actual section and it was like, no, the sign was everywhere. And it said all board games. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I walked out of there with, I, Everything. I spent, well, one of each. 
I spent over $200. That's after the discount. <laughs> That's amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought like $450 worth of games and yeah. only spent like $225. And I was just like, it was like a kid at Christmas, man. I was, mm-hmm. I've never been so excited. Yeah. Um, people were laughing at me and my son was, I had him carrying it all. <laughs> and I just kept throwing stuff in his arms and he couldn't even see. <laughs> but I think I sent you that picture. But anyways, yeah, yeah. one of the games we got from there was wavelength and oh yeah okay it's a lot of fun it's in we introduced it we played this also on new year's eve with our friends they really liked it and i remember looking at it my daughter was like i've seen a lot of this on instagram and i was just like we they had it open at the barnes and noble and i'm like this looks dumb like someone on your team's a psychic and you're moving this hidden thing and i was like this looks dumb it's a lot of fun and it it's not as easy as you might think. <laughs> so, but it's it's really a lot of fun. And it actually is a if you're looking for a game to introduce someone new, this is really good because A, it's short. It really doesn't take very long. Um, and it's not it's not hard. Um, and so far everyone that's played it really likes it. Um, another thing I've played um was it was not my, I guess you could say it was a Kickstarter, but it was actually, I'd missed the Kickstarter, but I got the pre-sale. It's a game called Dog Park um, that I kind of, so that was my first one that I bought because of the box art. Um, I have an, uh, an Australian Shepherd and the dog on the box looks just like mine. <laughs> yep. And I was like, sure I got it. And, um, and we've played that and it's actually a lot of fun. It It had new mechanics that I wasn't, it was new to me and I'm like, this is so much fun. My kids really loved it. Um, so that's dog park. Um, I mentioned, we also played Marvel dice thrones. Um, Santa brought that to the family for Christmas. So we have every dice throne cause they just released right before Christmas. They released the, um, Marvel dice throne. I think they call it the battle chess. It's all eight Marvel characters. So it's the whole big box of everything all in one. And, uh, uh, with I, that goes with my season one, season two dice thrones, um, battle chests or whatever they're called. They're the the big boxes, so we have everything. Um, so we played Marvel Dice Throne, which was, I think, all of us actually almost liked it better than the original. Oh, it really? seems like it seems like the Marvel characters are more powerful. Um, a lot of the regular ones just I feel like they're just weak <laughs> and that may not be, but it, it just, it has that feel and everyone kind of felt like, man, I wish I was playing dice throne adventures with my Marvel characters. We might actually be able to do something. Um, and speaking of dice throne adventures, the cooperative expansion to that, we also played that um, just the other day, this weekend. And then um, last two I've got is taboo. I know probably shouldn't even be listed on on here, but that's a, that's a fun party game, guys. Everyone, I, I had family over celebrating a birthday for my oldest son, and and we wanted to play some games, so we played Taboo. Um, and my very first Kickstarter that I actually Ooh. kickstarted didn't arrive because it got lost in UPS. Um, after a month I reached out to UPS and they're like, Nope, you got to call the, the game people. But I put a claim in and then they said, well, we notified them. You got to deal with them. So I contacted the company that made evil bunny, which is evil bunny. That's the name of the company too. I guess this is their first game. Um, and they, they, they were so awesome. I got to give them a big shout out. 
Um, they immediately replied to me and said, we see that it did get lost. We have sent another one out two day air and you'll have it like in two days. And I did. They're like, you'll have it by Thursday or Friday. And I think it was here Thursday. It was like actually two days later. I had it in hand. So I, I was really, cause I was sitting here going, oh man, my very first Kickstarter. And I've got a bunch that I've done and I'm like, here's the first one. And it, it's lost in the mail. I'm like, oh, great. And now it turned out to be great. Um, we had a blast with this game. Now, my mother was here. She's not into the games. And I've been trying to get her. And so um, kind of like what you were saying, what do you bring? Um, I got to bring simple things. And so like Quicks, um, which is like the that's pretty clever in a way it reminds me of that's pretty clever yeah just yeah, i have it I know yeah it. but it's a lot simpler i think um she yeah, really that loves that that one is is that the one that's no wait no i'm thinking bricks i have quicks also but yeah quicks you yeah. got blue yellow uh yeah. red yellow blue green dice along with two white dice so whoever's the active roller rolls and everybody can use the two white dice to mark off a number on their sheet um, and then the active player can use the two whites. And then if they want, they can use one white and one of the colors to mark a second one off their sheet. And once you have, and it goes from like red and yellow are like one to 12 left to right. And then blue and green are like 12 to one. And you have to start from the left. And once you check off a number, you can't go back to the left of it. You have to keep moving to the right. So you don't like if, you know, if you roll a, a three red, well, do you, skip the one and two and take the three because once you take the three you can't get the one and two and it could come up on someone else's roll or something so it's one of those of you know when do you do it but the active player has to take at least one of the two um, otherwise they take a penalty so but it's real simple and she loves it um so evil bunny um can play up to 10 people it's like i think it says three to ten well I don't recommend it at three. I was watching a, yeah. a play of it and they were just like, they were done in one round and they were like, uh, Hmm, let's try that again. And then I think I went two rounds and the game was over and they were just like, maybe we need more people. <laughs> no, yeah. And, Cause games are different, right? Some games yeah. just bog down with more people. Some games are, are better with more people and they suck at two or three. Yeah. Yeah. We had six, six or seven we had six or seven people i think we had seven people and it was great it was perfect um the game still only probably lasted about 15 minutes but it was one of those that again like even my mother could you know who is a grandmother you know she's in her 70s she could play it it made mm -hmm. it made sense to her very quickly and she actually won the second game and it was so funny rob i wish there there was a camera on her mm -hmm. when she won she threw her arms up and like leaned back in the chair and was like yes and it was so funny to see her do yeah. that yeah. i was like oh my gosh it was like a little kid yeah. and it just made me so happy to see her just like ecstatic that she won this game and <laughs> i'm like that's it and she'll be like, I want to play that again, you know. Now, you so, probably would never get this reaction if she played Xbox, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, I got a lot in the last two weeks. Um, it probably won't be the norm now that the holidays are over and work is, but I'm, I, I should be 
having some experiences with an X-Wing um, and a couple other games that we're going to play on our Sunday. So I, w- I should always have something to talk about. It just won't be this big of a list. Yeah, so. Oh yeah. So. yeah, I was just looking on Kickstarter. It's really surprising how many projects I backed. <laughs> it's more than five. <laughs> we'll just leave it that way. Leave it at that. Wow. Surprising. Well, anyway. I've done six on Kickstarter and yeah. one on GameFound. Oh, yeah. So yeah, there's those two. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we should probably save that for another show. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's one that I just backed. I, I rarely ever do like late pledges or something like that, but I, I should probably mention this because I know I talked to you about it the other day. And um, I, I jumped onto the Castles of Burgundy. So Castles of Burgundy came out quite a few years ago. Phenomenal game. I don't know if it's if it, if it might be too much for you. Um, I don't know. It it might be a game for later versus versus now because it's got a lot of stuff going on. But uh, it's a game that was done by Stefan Feld. Uh, has been highly rated for years. Got a billion of expansion boards and stuff like that available for it. Uh, they came out with a updated version from Aaliyah uh, a number of years ago. I want to say it was like a 10th anniversary edition or something like that. But anyway, uh, there's a brand new version, which is like a reimagined. Think of think of like what these do with video games, like make them HD uh, definitive edition. This is <laughs> like that. And I'm really excited about it. Just love this game. I did not get the updated like anniversary edition or whatever that was, um, just because there wasn't that much of a benefit to it. But this time around, they added like a whole new portion to the game, updated bits and stuff like that. But man, it's expensive. It was like 170 bucks. But oh. but you know, People spend a lot more for games, sight unseen, and this is like a guaranteed amazing game. So at least I have that, but I am sort of buying a second version. So you will see this eventually, which is, I find this very annoying. And there's a couple of uh, publishers that actually do this where they'll come out with a game and then they'll come out with like game 2.0, like two, three years later. And then it's like there's a struggle. Do you buy the new one, or do you just keep the old one? How often do you play it? All, all sorts of stuff. But, but in this case with Castles of Burgundy, oh man, who who did that? I think it was Awakened Realms and yeah. Ravensburger. It says they're yeah. teaming up to for this special edition. Oh, was it them? Okay. So I'm looking at the game found. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was game found. That's right. But uh, yeah, I- I'm really looking forward to it. Haven't been. Uh... Right. Still there? Okay. Did you get? I, did you get the? the um, I thought I got disconnected it? there for a second. The core. Did you get the core box plus the SG? What is that? SG? There's a lot, man. There's a lot of stuff in this thing. Yeah. 
plus all the stretch goals in the game found edition. Oh, did you? So that must be what you got, like the game found edition with all the bags and. I didn't get like the trays. There was like a crazy version. Let me see. Oh, here's the special edition features compared to the anniversary edition. (laughs) Actually, so there was hex tiles. There's the majestic version. I did not get that one. Oh, majestic special edition royal. I think I got the royal. <laughs> There's a lot it, to this, that's for sure. Yeah, because it was like 160 bucks. Which, wow, which is a lot, but but it is not like a plain vanilla game. And and the thing too is, normally I would hesitate, like spending that much on a game. And I know there's people that buy the miniature games and they're like four or five, $600 for the all-ins. And, Whoa. <laughs> and, you know, that's game sight unseen and stuff like that. And this is, this is a game that I played a lot. And it's like a game that I love. One of my all-time favorite games. There's, there's a couple of games that I like really, really enjoy. This is one of them. And another was, is, is an old, an oldie, but a goodie. It's called Manhattan project. Um, that uh, has a fond place in my heart, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. Oh man, look at all these add-ons. There's a terrain pack. That thing's crazy, but it's 142 euros. Ugh. <laughs> we got these cool little castles. But anyway, <laughs> enough enough about that. <laughs> We we got derailed because we were talking about doing an hour show. I think we're already at an hour, aren't we? One oh five. So we're we're right there. Um, should we keep but going, I, or you wanna wanna end the show here? And I I've got another five hours before I got to take my kid to the airport, so I'm oh, not no, going I to sleep to, tonight. So I got a couple <laughs> hours before. No, I got about five hours before I need to get up to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> No, we we can we can we can if you uh, if you want uh, we can we can talk about because some of the things that I'm hoping that we can do kind of on a somewhat regular basis is obviously talk about what we played. Yeah, but I'd like to hear every once in a while maybe like what is on our shelf of shame that and I hear people talk about this all the time, and this is also something that comes from video games. It's it's mm-hmm. in the video game world. It's like your backlog. Um, it's it's so here it's the shelf of shame what are those games that we that maybe you've had because you've you've probably got games that you've had for a long very long time rob you haven't played so maybe we can talk about those things that and and i think it would be neat if we could try to and maybe we got to be careful about it but try to challenge ourselves to okay we've talked about the shelf of shame let's let's bring something sure and maybe when we look at what's on our shelf okay what do i want to commit to trying to play sometime soon so we can talk about it mm-hmm. and get it off that shelf um talk about the kickstarter um like what are we backing and, and letting other people know like what what kind of things are we backing um and hopefully like you talked about people will maybe contact us and and share some things that they're they're interested in as well oh how about this let's um 
don't we go through these sections here, but we only talk about one thing for the show. Okay. So we'll talk about, you know, Kickstarters and stuff like that, Shelf of Shame, but we just mentioned one game. Because, because okay. um, you know, <laughs> each of these sections could be like 20 minutes long. You know, oh, exactly. Should, right. I just, just them. Yeah. threw a bunch of stuff on here. Yeah. Like, but... so, so what's, what's on your tiny Shelf of Shame? There, I only have one game on my list, um, and it might get played here really soon. So, Everdell is one that it's one of these that I bought on these. You know, you go into those Bogo freaking Target deals that now flop up, now come up on my phone. Boom! Board games, buy one get one half off. I gotta go. Yeah. Um, so Everdell was in there, and I was like, I've heard a lot about this. I'll just get it. It's only half price. Um, it, it always, it just seems to be like, it doesn't matter what you buy. Cause you only paid half price, but it is something I do want to play. And there, one of the game stores that I go to, there was someone in there, they have a discord that I'm in and I saw them post about, Hey, whatever, anyone want to play this? So I was like, I'll play it. I said, I don't know how I have it and I'd like to learn it. So if you don't mind a newbie joining, I'll be there. Um, so right now they're planning to have a, a game play of that on at the end of the month. So as long as that event happens, this will come off my shelf of shame. <laughs> Ooh. So how about you? My shelf of shame, uh, Catan. <laughs> no, uh, there's, there's, I don't have any shame for not playing that one. Um, man, there's, uh, Oh, I, I did want to mention real quick that eventually Target is no longer a problem with their sales. Because you so, bought everything that they have? <laughs> yeah, because you have everything or it doesn't interest you anymore. Exactly. So yeah. you will reach a point where it's fine. <laughs> I think I may have hit that because I was in yeah. there the other day and I was like, I've got that. I've got that. I've got that. I'm like, there's nothing here that I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I might've, I might've peaked. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. It eventually does hit that where it's like, Oh, this is not interesting. None of it. Um, let's see. You know, one game that's oddly on my shelf of shame. Uh, I'll bring this one up now. It's actually Gloomhaven. So, I've, I bought Gloomhaven uh, when it came out. It wasn't like the initial printing, but it was like, I think the second printing and I've got it and I've got the organizer for it and everything like that. And I just never was in a position where I could just get people to play with me on a regular basis. And I've thought about playing it solo um, and that just hasn't happened yet. So I really wonder what whatever's going to happen with Gloomhaven, and that's it's a monster game. It's a big old box, I, takes up a lot yeah. of shelf space. My um, my local store has it, and it's like one hundred and seventy dollars. Oh, geez. and the box is gigantic. And I'm yeah. just like, how would you even begin to play anything like that? Like, mm-hmm. it, it just the size of the box is overwhelming. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, I paid ninety nine bucks for it. And yeah well it's probably so expensive because i don't know if yeah. you can get it and i'd have to look but yeah and they got that frost haven now <laughs> yeah and that box is i think just as big as the one i've seen it's yeah yeah crazy so um but so can that how many people do you need to play that 
Well, you can play you it know? solo. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you have like one, two, three people. Well, I mean, if you have an additional one, two, or three people, I mean, that should be enough. Heck, I think you can even do like a minimum of two people if you want to play with somebody else. You could even play multiple characters, probably. There's a Epic. I remember they had put the digital version, like the PC yeah. version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made it free, and I went and downloaded it. Yeah. So maybe we could play the digital version someday, Rob. Yeah. So that's a, for those that don't know, Rob and I have been friends since high school, but we do not live in the same states, unfortunately. So we can't. You ran can't, away. We can't, I just can't just come over and play it with him. But sure, you can. I just don't <laughs> commute. Yeah. yeah. If I if I can come and stay at your house for a week, then maybe we can play some. So. Oh, you absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couch for me to crash on. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, well, we'll talk about that because I would love to try to play that because mm-hmm. I did. I do have Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion, and I've got to play the very first part of it, and I'm like, this thing's awesome. So I really like it. All so right. how about um, crowdsourcing funding or whatever? <laughs> so, okay, so I'll just run through mine real quick. Or just so. Just- Want to just read one, or you want to just go? You I'm got just gonna. Yeah. I'll just ramble them off. Sure. So I got one too many rabbits. That's supposed to be here in March. Um, seven deadly dice coming in June. Hot potatoes in June, and I, I think the I think two of those I think are just card games, and then the dice one is obviously a dice game. Um, I'm not sure about this one. Why I did this? Terraforming Mars, the dice game. I don't know. I, I might regret getting that one because, nah, but nah. I, I have heard so much about the the game, but it just looked too intense. So I thought the dice game might be fun way mm. to get into that one. Um, a board game called survival of the fattest uh, coming out in October. And then on, uh, I also did, I got this custom bag and I think this might be overkill, but I, I it's um, I'm backing this project that it's um, it's this really neat custom bag to carry your board games around and it has like a sleeve for a play mat it has these big heavy duty straps they even they've even added like wheels to it like a, a dolly and a wheel so you can but this thing will hold like i think seven good size board games mm-hmm like stacked on each other and then they've got all these pockets and i mean it's incredible i i think i sent it to you rob a while back yeah yeah um it it's it looks pretty sweet but that, that that's supposed to come out like in may of this year so um right now i'm just using in fact i use a uh if, if you gave me a gift once of a duffel bag with my initials on it that's oh, yeah. what I'm currently using. Oh, that's small. Um, to carry my yeah, but it it allows me. I can still put like three board games in there, and then it's yeah. got the pouches on the end to throw in something like a small card game or something. Oh yeah, that's true. So like the one I bought's going to be overkill because I never carry that many games. But if I if I'm going to go to a con or something like that, or I'm if I'm going to go somewhere and uh, maybe for vacation or something with the kids, and we like to go to the beach for a week every summer um now that'll pack in i can just pack that that's our that's our gaming suitcase so to speak so um i think it'll get used so i backed that one too it looks really nice excited to get that so how about you 
Well, I got a I got a big list. I'm gonna pick and choose here. Um, okay. Well, the most recent one I think I did was um, Tiny Epic Crimes. For some reason, I all the Tiny Epic games I seem to back. Not all of them, but a fair amount of them. So um, got that one coming. Alhambra, the Red Palace is one. It's like a 20-year anniversary of the Alhambra game that came out by Queen Games. And uh, and Terraforming Mars, I did that one as well. Just got like, uh, I, don't, I don't remember if there were any like upgraded pledges, but it was just like the basic one. I didn't go crazy on that one. Oh, the I, dice? The, yeah, Terraforming Mars, the dice game. The dice game, oh, okay. Yeah, and then... Cause I've I've got the original game and also got the uh, Ares Expedition. Is that it? No. Uh, yeah, Ares Expedition. Um, so it's a good game. It also has a online, not online. It has a like a computer slash whatever version that's available. And I also did Kingdom Builder Anniversary Edition. Here, that's good. Those four. Cool. Uh, those are like the main ones. That are like the most recent ones. Okay, and then uh, how about uh, a game that you're looking forward to? Uh, <laughs> I want Flamecraft, and I can't find it anywhere, but I can yeah. buy it online for like three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing that you're gonna find where there is some FOMO to getting to getting these titles because just of their print runs that they have where some games will come out and then they'll be available. Others, you know, they have limited print runs. Not so much the case anymore, but like there's a lot of companies like Spielworks, for example, they'll print a thousand or 1500 copies and that's about it. Like they're done. So if you want the game, you got to jump on it. And then later on, you're kind of stuck right you don't you don't have it available so flamecraft i think was kickstarted what like a year year and a half ago and it came out about a year ago is that right or i think it just like came out made... just very recently okay, i believe so, so maybe the kickstarter was a year ago and it just released yeah so yeah that's the problem and it's one of those things of if you want it you know if you see it there's no thinking Right. There's no like, well, I'll come back next week and get it because it won't be there. You, and, you really have to jump on it. So with these, like, do you think they'll ever do another printing if oh, the yeah. game was successful? That oh, absolutely. It'll come out again, right? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. It's like if, if the game has a lot of buzz and, and this game does, you know, oftentimes what they'll do is they'll have the initial Kickstarter uh, release, right, which will come out to everybody. Some will go into retail. And then if the reception was like really good, you know, there's going to be like another wave coming out. You know, it's, you know, it's on the ships, <laughs> it's in the container <laughs> on its way, but it lags. Right. Um, the worst thing that could happen is that, you know, it's, it's going to be delayed by a year before we see it again. And, and sometimes that's the case because, you know, we're not dealing with Hasbro's, right with all these game companies a lot of these are like small it's just people that 
kind of like old school run it out of their garage right it's just like water <laughs> people that have a labor of love and you know maybe it's maybe i'm dating it and this is how it was like back uh, years ago you know because there are some fairly big companies that do stuff now but uh you know it's it's not like huge production runs and you know they don't always have it in them to do another 10,000 copies because they just don't have the funds to do that uh, until the first runs sell. But yeah, yeah, I, I would fully expect it to be out there and you can always scan the stores, right? Cause some stores will have like, you know, let me know when it's available and, uh, and then you grab it. But uh yeah, Flamecraft. Uh, I'm I'm positive it'll be available again. There's no reason why this one shouldn't be printed again if it's if this print run is already out. Okay. All right. But yeah, to me, uh, Flamecraft does look good as well. That's that's one that I that I uh, that I am looking forward to. So I'll double down on that one with you. And you, you made it, you said a term and I have to, being the noob, I'm going to ask, What's that? what is FOMO? Oh, fear of missing out. <laughs> That's not necessarily just a board game thing. <laughs> no, I've, but I've, I've heard that. I've never heard that term until I started listening to board game podcasts. Okay. Um, so I was like, I thought it was just a, okay. Yeah. It's, but I get it because I'm like, I, I want the. I want the Kickstarter version of Flamecraft and it, that ain't going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Unless I fork out $300 and it's no, like, it's, yeah, it's, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. It's I got like, kids in college. <laughs> no, nah, like the thing about getting like the deluxe games and stuff like that. The thing that I, I struggle with it sometimes myself, but it's like, do that only for games that you really like. Yeah, because the thing is, if you have all those nice bits and it's a game that you don't play, or worse yet, you get it and you don't like it, man, that's just—it's wasted money, you know. Which is why I'm doing it with Castles of Burgundy. But, <laughs> but yeah, fear, it's something that you, yeah, yeah fear of missing out. Yeah, that's just you know, I, I get it now where it's like, oh, this is a game that you know I really like. Oh, I got to get it now. You know, I'm not so worried about you know, not getting a reprint later, but, you know, it still sticks with me. It's like, get it before, you know, who knows when you'll see it next. Okay. And, and I, I'm going to ask one other thing, because you've mentioned it several times. Mm -hmm. You have Catan, you've never played it. Is, and I, I, it seems like as a new guy coming in, I hear that game all the time. People always talk about it. It almost seems like this is a required game for someone to play and own. What's your take on it? Is this really a required? Because it does not look interesting to me. Yeah. No matter how much people say it's like so great. So is this a, is this a required game if I want to call myself a gamer? Um, I don't think so. I mean, you know, it was kind of a staple years ago because uh, I don't say it was revolutionary, but it was a game that like so many people loved. And it's got it's got some mechanics in it that you know some people enjoy. Like I don't enjoy negotiation <laughs> in, in games like I will sell you my 14 cans of soda and this for that. And it's like, no. 
Uh, <sighs> not my thing. Um, I think it's less relevant now, but it's still really popular. And, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't delved really deep into the hobby. And this is, this is like a step up above and beyond Monopoly and yeah. Sorry and Trouble and, you know, all those other games that we were used to, Shoots and Ladders and all that stuff. So <laughs> it's when you come from that background, Catan is amazing. Um, it is this game that brings all these new experiences and ideas and mechanics, uh, and it seems so freaking cool. Um, but I, I, I think there's a lot more out there now because I think Catan came out like 15, 20 years ago, so it's been around for a long time. And um, and I, I guess to answer your question is like, is it required? No. It is a good, great game for certain people. Um, it's not my jam. Um, I don't know if it would be yours. There is, there's like an online version that you can play. Um, I tried playing that a couple of times, and I just lost interest half, halfway through. <laughs> so maybe that's a good example of, of the actual game. But is it a terrible game? No. Is it required? No. There's a lot of better stuff out there now nowadays. All right. Then I'll skip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry about it. And there's so many versions of it too. There's like 3D versions and with like 3D tiles, and people actually have tables. It's have you ever seen those like poker tables? They're like octagon shape or hexagon shaped. Yeah, there's tables that actually have like inlays built into them for the tiles. It's like it's like a Catan specific gaming table and it's 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 crazy but well loved as well so did we cover everything yeah yep yeah i mean there's a bunch of stuff we'll have in the future weeks because i got lots of questions but yeah i think that's great for today yeah we, we we talked about a lot of stuff in the beginning too like that uh like half the show is just like uh you know the beginnings of coming back and stuff like that so we'll we'll get in the groove oh yeah yeah awesome so should we close it out sounds good all right so uh hey thanks for listening everybody to this board game life (laughs) i said that correctly i did not mess up a second time in this show uh episode number 39 hope you enjoyed the show we'd love to have you back next week uh if you'd like to contact us you can shoot us an email to contact at this board game life i say that slowly so i don't mess that up this board game life.com uh you can also find our website at this it's www.thisboardgamelife.com. And uh, I believe there's a form on there uh, to, what is it, in like contact us, I believe is the heading on there. We can send us a message. Um, find us at the guild, this board game life on BGG. I forgot what the guild number is. I'll look that up. I think it's like 16 something. So it's a fairly early guild. But. Um, yeah, we, we'd love to hear you, hear from you. If you're a long-time listener, not a long-time listener, but a listener from a long time ago, <laughs> let's hear from you as well. And uh, looking forward to doing the show. And I think we mentioned that we're going to do this like every two weeks or so. 
at least from the start. We'll see how that goes. And uh, it's good to be back. And, and Mark, I got to say, it's uh, it's awesome to be podcasting with you again. Awesome to be talking board games. And uh, we can also throw in like what we used to. We can talk about board games and anything else we want to talk about. How about that? All righty. Not appliances or towels. Uh, those <laughs> no. are those are for the other show that we did <laughs> okay yeah the show that yeah. shall not be mentioned yes yes <laughs> anyway all right. cool. so i'm rob thanks for listening everybody catch you all in two weeks with episode 40 i'm uh, mark talk play you later I don't know. <laughs> yeah take it off i can't say that anymore i'm just marked now (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) all right bye everybody all right take care